Today we're talking about the newest social media platform, Israel's most intensive strike on the West Bank in two decades, concerns surrounding a nuclear power plant in Ukraine, and other top news for Friday, July 7th. Stay informed while remaining focused on Christ with the pour over. Here's the quote of the day. The world says, love yourself, grab all you can, follow your heart. Jesus says, deny yourself, grab your cross, and follow me. Francis Chan. Let's get started with some espresso shots. Zuckerberg hopes you'll live tweet or live thread your next breakup. Threads is a new text-based conversation app built by Instagram. If you're struggling to visualize it, just imagine Twitter. It's so similar, Twitter has threatened to sue. Users can post, repost, reply, and like, but there are currently no hashtags, hashtag sad, or DMs. Instagram users can keep their same handle and automatically follow all the same accounts, giving threads a leg up over other Twitter alternatives like Blue Sky. Zuck posted, or threaded, or sewed, that 30 million people had signed up as of Thursday morning. Speaking of social media, two Republican attorneys general say that the Biden administration suppressed free speech by asking Meta, Twitter, and YouTube to remove alleged COVID misinformation. A judge said the plaintiffs presented evidence of widespread censorship, particularly of conservatives, and limited certain officials and agencies from communicating with social media companies. The world has different priorities than God does, and many eternally insignificant things are compelling for a season. These things may not be wrong to follow, but neither should they consume our attention. Philippians 4 verse 8 says, Finally, brothers and sisters, whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is commendable, if there is any moral excellence and if there is anything praiseworthy, dwell on these things. Israel's West Bank offensive is over, but it's left quite awake. The two-day strike was the most intensive in nearly two decades and zeroed in on the Janine refugee camp, which Israel calls a breeding ground for radical militants. In the aftermath, thousands are displaced, roads and alleys are destroyed, and 12 Palestinians are dead. Israel claims the casualties are all militants. Palestine says they included civilians. Israel hailed the operation a success after allegedly confiscating bomb-making materials, thousands of weapons, and caches of money and claiming that Janine is no longer a safe haven for terrorists. The Palestinian ambassador to the UN claims that the attack destroyed approximately 80% of the camp's homes and dubbed it, quote, state terrorism in action, unquote. The international community has largely responded with concern over the escalation. Here's a verse to consider when military confrontations end with destruction and death, no matter who is in the right. Weep with those who weep. Romans 12, verse 15. Finger-pointing in Eastern Europe continues. Both Russia and Ukraine have warned of an attack on Europe's largest nuclear power plant, each blaming each other. Ukrainian President Zelensky says Russia placed objects resembling explosives on the roof of the Zaporizhia power plant. Russia says Ukraine is planning its own strike with missiles or drones packed with radioactive waste. So far, neither claim has evidence behind it. The plant is regularly inspected by International Atomic Energy Agency experts, but sources say Russian forces have kept inspectors out of some areas. Also in Russia, would-be mutiny leader Yevgeny Prigozhin. Still. Despite being exiled to Belarus, the Wagner Group leader never left after he returned to St. Petersburg to grab some weapons his mercenary group left behind. The Kremlin hasn't commented. 
The threat of an attack on a nuclear power plant is enough to make anyone anxious. Yet because of Jesus' death and resurrection, we can trust that our future is secure, no matter what happens. Psalm 18 verse 2 says, The Lord is my rock, my fortress, and my deliverer. My God, my rock where I seek refuge, my shield, and the horn of my salvation, my stronghold. This episode is sponsored by the CSB Translation. There are a lot of reasons to read a Bible. Private devotion, accidentally taking a Greek history class, scripture memorization, exercising your page flipping fingers, and many others. No matter your reason, we recommend the CSB Translation. Their team of translators expertly delivered on the vision for an English translation that placed equal value on fidelity to the original language and readability for a modern audience. Get 40% off all CSB Bibles at lifeway.com. That's lifeway.com, code TPO23. Or check out the link in our show notes. In other brews, here's a rapid round of updates. The White House was briefly evacuated on Sunday after Secret Service agents found a mysterious white powder. Spoiler, it turned out to be cocaine in the West Wing. The area is heavily traveled by staff and guests, but is generally not open to the public. The president and his family were at Camp David at the time of the discovery. U.S. Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen landed in Beijing Thursday, hoping to reduce the side-eye between U.S. and China by focusing on, quote, healthy economic competition, unquote. That's the hope, but not the expectation. The two countries are significant trade partners, but neither side expressed much optimism that this visit will change the general animosity between them. Earth. So hot right now. Since our last episode, the planet has set a record for hottest day ever recorded three times. Monday's record-setting global average temperature of 62.6 degrees Fahrenheit was broken by Tuesday's 62.9 degrees Fahrenheit, which was matched again on Wednesday. The unofficial temperatures were recorded by the University of Maine using satellite data and computer simulations. Following SCOTUS's decision to unaffirm affirmative action, a civil rights group has filed a lawsuit alleging that Harvard's legacy admissions practice unlawfully discriminates against students of color. 70% of Harvard legacy applicants are white. The group's director said applicants' last name and bank accounts are not a measure of merit. Legacy preference supporters say it encourages alumni community and donations. Joey Chestnut devoured 62 hot dogs in 10 minutes to win the Nathan's Hot Dog Eating Contest, claiming his 16th mustard belt at the NYC Independence Day event. Mickey Sudo downed 39.5 dogs to win her ninth consecutive women's title. In addition to the free 19,000-calorie meal, the winners each took home $10,000 and presumably heartburn. And that's all we have for today. Thanks so much for listening. If you're listening on the Apple Podcasts app, give us a five-star rating and drop a review. If you're listening on Spotify, give us a follow and hit the notification bell to never miss a new episode. We appreciate your support, and we hope you have a great weekend. We'll see you on Monday.